0: Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl Vandermover. And today, in episode 205, we're going to talk about how to select tech tools for your homeschool. So, I've been realizing that there are just so many tools out there, so many things we can use um, related to tech. In our homeschooling and in our lives, that sometimes it's very overwhelming. I know I love tech and I'm always wanting to try out whatever's new. And I don't have time to do everything. Um, And I'm sure you must be the same. And so you're wondering, what should I be adding? What is a good idea? And I want to try and give you some ideas on how, as you're probably thinking into next year, and you know, this is a time for New Year's resolutions, for our plans for 2023. That, you know, as you consider the role of tech in your lives, that maybe this will help you to figure out how to select uh, a few new tools to add in. So, you know, there are many options out there, and I'm going to try and give you some ideas as to where to start to narrow it down as I said this is something that I have to do regularly because uh, I definitely want to play with all the things Um, I follow so many people I see so many tools mentioned and I have to decide which rabbit holes do I go down and which do I not as with everything it is uh an economic problem, we have a scarcity of time and money, so we have to decide which to use, and also we have to differentiate between needs and wants. And, uh, you know, when it comes down to, as I said, it, it is scarcity of, of time and money, because when we're looking at, at, at the cost involved, the cost is sometimes monetary. Um, but as you know there are many free tools out there but sometimes you do need to buy something extra you need to buy more more um, you need to buy a chromebook you need to buy headphones so sometimes the tech is is something you can't get free and, and then also sometimes you do want to actually use paid versions of software or you want to buy something that that doesn't that isn't free um and so how how do you actually make all these choices so uh, as we're looking at things now hopefully this will help you to decide what would actually be something of use in your next year or something even perhaps you would like to give as a gift. So uh, when we're looking at you know things that are useful because remember when we're talking about tech tools a tool is something useful. You don't. When you're buying a tool, you're expecting to use it for something. And and I've just got really two main areas that I think you can look at when you're looking at tech as a as a tool, and what tech you want. So before you 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 sort of narrowing down and trying to decide the exact tool, I'm just going to look broadly into the categories of tools that you may be looking for. So the first thing is you could be looking for a tool to solve a problem. Now. As the saying goes, you know, don't fix what's not broke. And so I would suggest that if there aren't areas that are actually causing you problems, so some of these things, as I mentioned them, if you have it under control and you have a tech tool that's already working or you're using and you're doing it with, without tech, don't change just so that you can be using tech. That doesn't make any sense. But if you know you've got a problem, tech may well be the way that can streamline the process or make it better. So the first w- problem that I thought of. Now, obviously, it's going to be more than I'm going to think of, but is is organization in your homeschool. You know, you're looking at everything from keeping track of grades, your children's schedules, um, curriculum lists. You want you want to keep that, particularly when they're in high school, so that, you know, if they go to a college that wants all that information, you have it. Also, just, um, you know, shopping lists, things, uh, curriculum you might want to buy for the future, or just the food you want to buy for your kids. You may just be wanting to organize your recipes. There are so many different things uh, that you know we can do to organize our lives better that actually will streamline them. Um, and so that is one area that tech really can be extremely useful. Another area is when you have multiple children in your family and you are really just struggling to be everywhere at once and you're thinking, how can I clone myself? Well, sometimes tech allows you to clone yourself, or at least it allows you to get some kids busy with tech, while others are you busy with them face to face, you know, just something sim- simple like read alouds. you could actually have, uh, you could use audiobooks and allow them to be read to your child. But there are other ways as well, where tech can actually step in and while it can't be you, it can perhaps sometimes substitute for you. You know, there's also areas where your child is struggling and tech might help. So are they a struggling reader? Are they struggling with math? Uh, Again, these are areas that you may find a tech tool to help you, even if the tool is simply to connect you to a tutor. Uh, So many different ways that, that, you know, tech could solve those kind of problems. And then there's just the problem of what if the lessons aren't that much, aren't fun? What if your child is just bored? What if... The curriculum you, you bought is just not what you expected it to be. How can you spice it up? Well, there are so many things out there that you could use. You could find games. You could find virtual experiences, interactive online experiences, quizzes, um, simulations. You might also just be Your child might just be bored with writing um, book reports every time and you're thinking, well, is there a tech way to solve this problem? Is there a tech project they could do instead of a traditional book report or instead of an essay? Whatever it is, there are just so many different problems that you could actually solve using tech. So that's the first thing that I think you should think through and think when you wanted to bring tech in, does it make sense? Would it solve an existing problem, a point of frustration, something that you could be doing better? Would it be helpful? So just think about that first before you start looking for the tool, because if you know your exact problem, then you can find the tool to fit the problem. Secondly, when you're looking at tech and what to bring into your homeschool, is could it be something that will prepare your children for college and for their future? Or younger kids, prepare them for high school. Just recently in my middle school Facebook group, I can put a link to it in the show notes, somebody was asking the question about, you know, how do you go about teaching your children some of the tech skills that uh, the poster knew that they would need? And that was a good question to ask and I'm glad they were thinking about it because yes, you need to be thinking, what will my child need to be able to use In high school, if they're a middle schooler, what will I need in middle school if they're elementary? What will I need in college? What will I need in the workplace? And will they be able to just be able to learn new technology quickly? That is another skill. So, you know, just letting your child constantly be introduced to new things online so that when they arrive at a job and they're told, here, we're going to be using this. They immediately act okay. And they know how to find their way around, how to use help, how to search for help if they struggle with the software. So the first thing you want to be sure is, you know, can your child use all the tools that people typically use? So obviously, um, you know, spreadsheets and particularly, you know, if you're looking at um, Google apps in general are used a lot uh, at college and in the workplace, and you know, you can. they know how to use google sheets they'll also be able to use excel there there won't be a big uh, change from the one to the other though excel is more powerful and has more features Um, again um, google docs um, a word processing tool uh, a slide presentation tool they need to be able to use all of those they need They um, need to be able to also use some kind of graphic design tool. So whether it's Canva or Adobe, um, Google Drawings, they need to be familiar with uh, something like that as well. They also need to be familiar with how to make videos and edit them. Those are, are definitely things that every student needs to know. I also think every child needs to know how to code. They might not ever Be a coder, but coding now is so important in so many different parts of life. And sometimes it'll just be a very small part of a job that they just need to understand it. But um, it also teaches you to think and, and to problem solve. And so many jobs are actually looking for students who can code. Not because they even want them to code, but because they know that someone who can code can also solve problems. And then you could also be looking at tech that could be just opening up um, an area of interest to them that may eventually become a career. So you could look into more specialized kind of technology like 3D printing, where you had an episode really uh, recently on that and really fun one to go and listen to. Things like animation, Uh, you know, if your child is into, is very good at graphics, that might be something that they're into, perhaps website design. So there are uh, further things that you could explore Um, machine learning, uh, you know, things like that, that if you think your child might have a bent in a certain direction, you could go further. Uh, Audio editing is another one that just pops into my mind, but there are just so many areas of tech that you could be bringing in just to start to see, is my child perhaps interested in this? And uh, even if they don't down that path for a career, it could become a hobby, or it's just something uh, another thing that they have learned that gives them more exposure to technology. So, those are some ideas on the on the tech tools that you may be looking for. Uh, so how do you now go about actually selecting it? So, you said you first wanted to know what you're looking for. Well, once you know. Then you just have to actually go and do a little bit of research. If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know I have covered so many of these topics. An easy way to um to, to find them is either going to showsponsorfunderfundacademy.com and I'll put the link into here, go slash podcast, and you will see a list of all the podcasts. It's literally just the titles, but I try and make the titles pretty self-explanatory. So you can go through that quickly and see if there's something that will help you. You know, for instance, take tools to use for history. If you know that history is really boring for your children, go and look and see if there's something there that you can use. Uh, Take tools to use instead of um, book reports. I've got something similar to that. I know you can go and find that and you can introduce that. And those tools kind of double up with making your assignments more interesting and also preparing them for college, because most of those tools are ones that they're going to actually be using in real life. So um, you can also go on to um, homeschoolingwithtechnology.com and where the actual show notes are hosted. And there you can go into the search and you could put in the search term and it will search through Everything. It's not just all my podcast, but the other podcasts on our um on, on our main host, um, Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network as well would also pop up. But you most of the tech ones are mine, so you would be able to find the homeschooling with technology ones that way. Now you could also go online and look for reviews. So you could look and say uh, best free history games. Fourteens, teens, <laughs> and uh, you could go best if you don't worry about it, it's free or not, graphic design tools. You could put those things in. Now, when you're looking and you, you're coming up with, with answers, try and find people who have actual experience with the tool, particularly if you're going to be paying money, of course, because you don't want to be paying money for something that you don't like, not just a curated list. Sometimes you'll just get lists of you know, top five, whatever tools. Now, sometimes these are ones that actually have been researched and you can quickly see that. Others, it's just somebody who wants to link a whole lot of items that perhaps they are getting a kickback from their affiliates of and they just want to list a whole lot of them. And they have done very little research and they've just gone and found out what you could see on their website and just listed them all. That's not really helpful. And I try on this podcast to actually say to you, I'm using this and when I don't use something, I'll say, I haven't used it. This looks interesting. Uh, so I, I'm trying to be helpful so that you'll know when I've just kind of heard about Sometimes I've heard about it from someone else or sometimes I've just come upon it. But I do try and differentiate so you can see how much you want to take my, my word for that this is something good. But particularly if it's paid. I don't think I've ever shared something that's paid that I don't actually already pay for myself. And, or that I have just bought outright because sometimes it's a subscription model thing. Um, so then also ask other people. You are probably in some kind of social media groups. I know that, you know, our. We have a podcast group on, on Facebook called the Homeschooling with Technology Community. I would love people to ask questions there. Uh, we don't get nearly enough questions, but come in there and ask. Say, I'm looking to do this and this and this with my child. What do you think is the best tool? I would be happy to answer you and so would other people in the group, I'm sure. So come along there and do that. But there are other groups too. Um, I'm also happy if you're in my other groups that I have, uh, my middle school group and my teens, my um, homeschooling. Teens group that you come and ask questions there about technology. You are probably also in forums, or perhaps you're uh, perhaps you're on Discord. If you're on Discord, you'll know all about how to ask questions um, or Reddit. Ask your friends, but ask around to see what other people are doing. You could go onto YouTube as well, where often people will do a video review of it, of something and actually show you how to use it. Uh, That is really helpful because then you can see exactly what it does. And even a free tool, you know, you might not want to spend a lot of time setting up a tool and getting to learn a tool if it won't do what you're wanting it to do. Whereas if you can go and see somebody demonstrate it, then uh, you can see, ah, that's what I'm wanting. If you can't find something on a tool, particularly a tool that I've mentioned um, and a tool that's often used by homeschoolers, I would be happy to create your YouTube video again. Just, uh, you know, pop over into my Facebook group or email me directly. You can email me at meryl at fundafunder.com and I would be very happy to create something for you. Now, obviously, the amount of time that you're going to put into doing research is going to be proportional to how much the item is going to cost in your money and time. You know, if you're just looking for a game to keep your kid occupied for a few minutes, you can just do a quick search. And if it doesn't work out, it really doesn't matter that much. But those are just some ideas um, as to the kind of things that I do when I'm looking to add a new tech tool into my life. I, uh, I do listen, as I said, I do listen to a lot of different things. And when I hear a tool repeatedly mentioned, Then I will think, and I think to myself, I could see a use for this in my class or in my life. Then I start to go and investigate and decide whether I'm going to add this to my toolbox. Uh, I do like to just also know what's out there and to learn and to expand. So, whereas um, I'm no longer have children of my own that I'm trying to prepare for college in the future. I, I must say there's just a, a third area that I haven't mentioned there, but just for your own sort of professional development is the best thing I, I could imagine. I just like to keep learning and to keep my brain alive. So I will sometimes add um, new tech, whether I'm trying to learn a new computer language or learn a new tech tool, or learn to do something new in tech. I enjoy playing around with tech so that it does keep me alert and active and relevant and knowing what is available, in, um, available out there today. As you sort of start to get older, you will also realize that if you don't keep doing this, you're going to lose touch with uh the children who find it so easy to actually learn all these things. So I'm also just trying to trying to keep up with my own, with my own children and with my many students. Well I hope this has been a little bit useful. I know it's been a bit more vague, but um, I was just trying to actually get you to stop and think about what tech to add in. As you go, as we're looking forward to 2023, which is now just around the corner. And just some finishing up, I want to remind you that through the end of November, if you are enjoying this podcast, if you give us a rating and review wherever you get your podcasts, um, it has to be a review as well as a rating, or if you share this in a group you are in on social media. Or if you put it in a newsletter, if if you perhaps have a newsletter, anything like that, if you send me proof of that, send it to Merrill, M-E-R-Y-L, at fundafunda, F-U-N-D-A, F-U-N-D-A dot com. I will give you in exchange a free unit study of your choice from Funder Funder Academy. We do have a lot of different ones. Um, I will put this in the show notes as well, so that you can go and have a look and see. But it's from fourth grade to twelfth grade. They do not expire, so if you have a younger child, you can grab one and use it later. And there are lots of topics, everything from um, World War Two year by year to uh, astronomy resources, genetics, and even one that you could use now before Christmas on how to create digital products uh, that you can use as gifts. So the idea is that your children do this. And instead of hand-making some gifts to give to family and friends, but they can actually make ones digitally that they could easily send them. And and they're fun and they're actually of use too. Uh, So you can go and take a look at that me just end off by saying thank you again for listening i do really appreciate all our listeners and i hope to see you again same time same place next week thanks for tuning in to homeschooling with technology with meryl vandermeer visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. homeschooling with technology is a production of the ultimate homeschool radio network